0: Hello and welcome to the Foot School Podcast. I'm Andy Brummage. This week, we are continuing our look at how Foot faculty are adjusting their curricula in light of COVID restrictions. Last time, we looked at the music program. You can find that episode on our podcast feed. Today, it's physical education, a program that by its very nature requires students to be in close contact. Like our music faculty, Foot's PE teachers have tackled this challenge head on and come up with some innovative new games, as well as modifications to old favorites. Here's Brad McGuire explaining to fourth graders last week the new rules for Falconball. It's basically ultimate frisbee, but with a football instead of a frisbee.
1: Defense, right? We kind of already have our terminology for it right now. We are playing social distancing defense. So if I'm guarding Annabelle, the old rule used to be I needed to be an arm's length away. The new rule is What's our social distance? Six feet. So it's basically like I have my arm out and Annabelle has her arm out and we're not able to touch hands, right? So if I'm guarding Annabelle, I can't be up there close to her. I'm six feet away. I can still be in her way. I can be jumping. I can be moving around to make the pass hard for her. Okay. So that's the rule if someone has the ball. Now, two things. One, this is our first game that we're playing with defense. So it's really important that we make sure that we're doing our social distancing defense. Two, this is our first game that we're playing where it's a little bit faster paced with our masks on. So if you're feeling like you need a mask break, you're not taking your mask off in the middle of everybody. You're talking to Joe or you're talking to me or you're talking to Colleen and say, hey, I really need a mask break and we'll help you find the appropriate spot to go take a mask break, okay? It's really important that we follow those two rules.
0: We sat down with the PE faculty, Brad, Colleen Murphy, and Joe Reiser, under a tent on the lower athletic field, a.k.a. the field day field, for a conversation about how PE looks different this year and the ways it remains the same. Well, Brad, Colleen, and Joe, welcome. Brad, how is PE different this
2: year? The the main difference this year is that we are no longer doing PE classes in the gym. One hundred percent of our PE classes are outside, rain or shine. So that was communicated with families. That was communicated with the teachers. That was communicated with the students from day one, so that they um, now have the ability to kind of be mentally prepared to be outside um, every day, coming down to the lower field where we always where we've always done um, always done field day. Um, the kids are, are now bringing their water bottles. They're they're uh, prepared for any type of weather, and they're um, they've it took a little bit, but they're excited to, to be outside and, and be doing PE live. I think. Just to add
3: on to that, um, another big difference for us is we actually pick up the classes from um, pick up the students from their classes and drop them off as well. So um, that can be time-consuming um, getting some of the, the younger grades and we need to leave a little bit early because we have back-to-back classes. We need to get our equipment out um, depending on which grade we have next. We need to change some of the equipment for, for the next game uh, including sanitizing some of the equipment as well. Um, so we need, we've need we been leaving about five minutes early to walk the, the students back and then we hustle over to the next grade, to the next classroom, to pick up the next class and then shuffle them over as well. Um, and then usually when Brad's giving instructions, Colleen and I are, are either getting equipment or setting up the field.
0: Physical education is usually by its nature a close contact experience. How tricky has it been to try to reimagine the curriculum based on
2: the need to be physically distant? I don't know how tricky it's been. I know Colleen and Joe and I, we spent a lot of time during the summer talking about um how we wanted to um, kind of take on PE this year, and we were able to follow out uh, what other schools were doing, and talk to some. I was able to talk to some other ADs. Colleen and Joe were able to um, join some different curriculum, um, social media spaces that are you know everybody's kind of banding their ideas together. So um, once we were kind of given the guidelines that we needed to follow at foot, um, then we were able to start building things. And the, the nice thing is is that um, once we knew we were going to be outside, we do traditionally do some of our units in the nicer weather outside. So we had some, some uh, curriculum ideas to, to kind of start from and build from, but then we really needed to take our field and, and, and once we realized we were going to be on the lower field, we had to uh, turn our lower field into, imagine that it was like our, our gym. Right? And that was kind of the first mental hurdle that we needed to get over, that we weren't going to be in the physical gym. Then now the lower fo- field was going to turn into our PE space. So the first thing we did was figure out how we wanted to divide the space, how, uh, what, what measures we wanted to put in place so that the kids are being physically distanced, during, especially during instruction and then uh, what type of games and activities we could put in place from there.
0: So we're actually sitting out on the field now and I'll try to describe it. It's sort of divided into four quadrants and when you have the classes come out, don't they sort of go, each one kind of takes a quadrant as its own space?
2: Yeah, when when each class comes down here, we have the the field split up into into four quarters and then within those four quarters, we, uh, we have in a different color paint marked uh, spots where kids, when they come down to the field, they know what quarter of the field is now their gym space. And they have orange spots within that space that they go and they stand on, which are physically distanced, so that when we're giving instructions to all of the students, they're standing uh, or sitting uh, appropriate distance apart, and they're able to feel comfortable right from the beginning.
0: Colleen, how quickly have the students gotten used to these new rules?
4: I would say the first week was a little trickier, um, just being down here and some of the kids who have had us for years, um, are used to what we have done in the past and how we have done it. So I think coming down here was a little different, but they were great. I would say right off the bat, um, they understood where they come down, what space they go to, what section they go to. They stand on the orange spots. They're coming down prepared for class. They're bringing water bottles. Um, they're bringing layers, and they're really good. And even in my section, once I give the directions, um, on the orange spots, we go over to the fence and they put their water, they all have a post that they put their water bottle on. So they kind of know where to put their stuff. And I think they've been really good. I think it was me- definitely different the first couple of days, but I think they're used to it now and they've been great.
0: Tell me about how you've adapted um, games and parts of your curriculum in light of these COVID restrictions that you guys now have.
2: So the the nice thing is is that um, we when we've been talking about and re, kind of reflecting on the first few weeks of, of PE is we've because of the the new restrictions we've gone back to kind of like original games games like kickball games like uh, we we made an adaptation on a baseball or softball called tennis baseball. Um, game kind of more of those traditional games, and, and we're able to, um, because now we're sticking with something for the entire week. We're able to to dive into those sports a little bit further. Where before it might have been in the gym, it might have been, you know, we have five different versions of it, and we're trying to get kids as many at bats or as ki- many kicks or uh, you know as much experience as possible. We're now we can kind of dive a little bit deeper into each sport and the kids are learning uh, some of those detailed rules um, at a younger age than we would have normally kind of introduced them to them. Um, And that's a a product of us kind of going to a little bit more basic uh, games, original games, traditional games, but also um, scaling back the amount of equipment that we're using for each PE class. We're trying to use... um, You know, just exactly what we need and not going overboard for, uh, you know, sanitation purposes.
0: I imagine you've learned a lot, actually, about which games that were in your curriculum or in your repertoire work well, given the new distancing restrictions and that kind of things, and which ones maybe don't work so well.
4: Well, I would say that when we, we, the first week we did like a, a kickball activity and we've done a tennis baseball activity, which is like a baseball, um, we using use a tennis rack and tennis ball and that actually works for good for spacing on the field. Like just kids who are playing in the field are kind of spaced out. So that has really helped. And then the kids who are waiting, I actually have them by the posts and they're spread out waiting. Um, so those have kind of helped. We've, um, done with some of the younger kids, we've done some tag, but we've used pool noodles now, which we've added to it. So what they're spaced out when they're tagging people people. Um, So we've done some of that that has kind of helped with spacing and keeping kids apart um, during the activity with very minimal equipment that we can then clean in between.
2: Yeah, and and on top of that too, uh, the teachers have been fantastic on partnering with us and making sure that the kids are prepared for class. And that used to, you know, just mean having your sneakers on and running up to the gym for PE class. But this year being prepared for class has meant you know, making sure the kids have gone to the bathroom ahead of time, making sure the kids have all properly uh, washed their hands, uh, making sure the kids now are bringing their water bottles, making sure the kids, if it's a rainier day, are prepared uh, with the clothing that they're they're wearing. So the teachers, uh, classroom teachers and homeroom advisors have been uh, great partners this year and and helping um, allow us to be outside with all the kids and be, uh, being able to. Play games with you know a kickball, like Colleen had mentioned, because they're coming to class and the kids are properly prepared for for this year's PE classes. Uh,
0: yesterday, I was watching a fourth grade PE class play a familiar game, Falconball, um, named after foot's mascot, which is like ultimate frisbee but with a football instead of a frisbee. Um, but there were some new rules in place about distancing and and that sort of thing to keep the kids safe. Um, joe what have you noticed about how kids are adapting to these rules um you know kids have strong impulses to pile on top of each other and uh, you know be physically close so um how have you guys managed to sort of you know create some safety within the without squashing the fun
3: so at first um i think all all three of us kind of struggled to to figure out what kind of games we could actually play without you know having defense and people right in each other's faces Um, and then the more we thought about it the more we kind of realized that we could adjust some of the rules so for instance falcon ball which you saw yesterday um, we came up with you know still being able to have the the six-foot distance rule while playing defense Um, and it's definitely changed the game a little bit Um, I think it's it's made it a little bit easier for for some kids just because you have time to throw the ball, you can't, you know, be in someone's face. It's easier to catch the ball. Um, there's a, little, you know, a little bit more spacing, a little bit more time. It's definitely been difficult for some of our older kids who have been familiar with this game, um, and a lot of the more competitive kids they still want to be in their face, and we, you know, have to remind them at times to to back up, to to spread themselves out, and. A lot of the students have been good at that as well, um, you know, when they have the ball kind of telling the, other, the defenders to, to back up that they, they need their spacing. Um, and then I think we've pretty much played it twice with most of the grades now, so as we've got to the second class it's got a lot more better and they're, they're kind of used to the, to the new rules.
4: They heard the word "social distance defense" a lot yeah. <laughs> this week, <laughs> so they started to understand what social distance defense meant.
3: That's a term now.
2: Yeah, it's a term. And that's something we talked about with the kids from the the very beginning. Like two new things that you're going to hear from teachers that you never had to hear before were in relation to their masks, making sure their their masks are up. um So you know you, they've never heard. Keep your <laughs> make sure your your mask is up or wearing it properly, and and making sure you're. Keeping your distance from from other um, from other students, so it's interesting that this is our first unit where we've been able to incorporate that into the terminology for our, our rules for for the game. Um, but the kids the kids did handle it ha, handle it well, as as Joe is saying.
0: This whole experience has um, put a lot of new limits and perhaps anxiety on children. What role do you see physical education and physical activity more generally playing in terms of keeping students healthy and centered?
2: Uh, we always we talk about a lot the a lot about the word balance and uh, I know at foot in general and within the PE department and and we feel like um, we're pretty proud of the fact that we're able to provide that that balance as well as the you know the recesses that they're getting throughout the day, but the, the ability to come and play, um, not all the games that they've always played, but a lot of the games that they've played before, um, maybe in a new way, but they're, um, they're able to outs- be outside. It's been beautiful weather so far this fall, so we've been incredibly lucky. Um, but we, we feel that it's important, and that's you know why we've also said, and the teachers know and the student know, it's, it's rain or shine. You know we're prepared for kids to come out here when it's bright and sunny and be active and engaged and we have a plan ready in place for when it's it's dark and rainy and and and, um and the kids know that they need to be prepared and the teachers know they need to be prepared because it is incredibly important for these kids to to get outside and to play and to be active every day just to balance those pressures that you're talking about that they might be feeling when they're when they're in their classrooms or they're zooming into a you know special another special so uh, we take a lot of pride i think in the fact that we're able to be live and in person with all these different grades and uh, uh, you know we're really proud that we get to work with them and help kind of balance their day throughout the week
3: just to kind of piggyback off that um, now with the pandemic um, screen time has gone up and so PE has always been important but getting outside and movement and exercise is even you know uh, more so important now and I think going back to social distance from last year er, or distance learning from last year uh, I think Colleen, Brad and I all told our classes um, you know as long as you're getting outside that can count for your PE class we just want you to be moving around and doing something Um, a lot of people are holed up in their houses and they don't have the chance to get outside and and to move around with maybe their friends um, or people they would normally see Uh, and so I think We really, you know, um, hold this, hold PE high here because, like Brad said, they're getting outside and and they're having the chance to move around instead of, you know, constantly being on their screen times because being on the screens, they can't get around that right now. Um, That's something that they need to be doing. And so I think it's it's huge for them to be able to to really move around.
4: It's allowing kids to be kids too. Like even when we were out here, I think the first or second week we had some – rain um, a couple of days and they were just happy to be outside, they were smiling and they were prepared for class so that helped but I just think allowing kids to be kids and get outside and have some fun and even if they can't be that close to their friends they can still see them and have a conversation with them and I think it's been really important for these kids to be outside and getting exercise um, during PE and they have the recesses during the day and the teachers have been great about getting them outside too.
0: What does PE look like on a rainy day? Now that you're outside,
2: when it came down to it, we really said it's it's more of a mindset change than a a uh, you know something physical that we're changing. And it, for us, anyways, as teachers, you always want to be pushing, and we you know we come like we I said we we're trying to always come up with the most innovative rules and tweaking that game to be perfect so that everybody's getting the most amount of repetitions or most kicks or most at bats. Um, And then when we were were thinking about it, and we were, again, thinking about it a lot. And then we kind of all came to the realization that if we just change our mindset, and we tell the kids, and we tell the teachers, and we tell the families to be prepared for those rainy days, then we're just going to come down to the field, and if a kid needs to bring an umbrella, that's fine. If a kid needs to wear rain boots or a full rain gear, that's fine. It's not the best situation to be in to play uh, a very active game, but we said again, back going back to the mentality of just being outside and, and finding that balance, is we're going to have a positive mentality. We're going to be outside, and we're just going to we we've call it now the the rainy day stroll. You know, you're going to come down. You're going to be across the street. You can um, be with someone in your your uh, your group that you can you know maybe partner up with so you can talk at, and be socially distanced and just you know we're gonna go for a walk in the rain um, and kids are prepared if they want to have an umbrella they want to have their boots on they're uh, they're prepared they're, they're not gonna get soaking wet or, or um, you know drenched and ruin their whole day um, so we it, it took a second to to get there but then we realized that um, that kind of being outside piece and uh, being with their friends um, was really important. And, and that was kind of the safest way to do it with was, was just going for our rainy day stroll. Um, but it was also, um, I think, the most effective way to do it as well.
4: And we d- decided we would do that more of like a pouring rain day. If it's still like misting or drib- drizzling, we can do something out here. But if it's like really pouring rain, which we had a morning, one morning where it was like that, and that's what we had to do.
0: What would you say are your sort of overall goals for PE this year and are they any different than a normal
2: year? I think most of our goals are still the same cuz we don't we don't um you know for the middle school we don't grade off of how great you are at a specific sport. Um we're looking to help kids grow year to year and we're still able to build on all those physical skills that you know they started learning when they were in kindergarten or the first year here we're still able to build on those just doing like as uh we we had mentioned going back to some of those uh more basic or traditional games um so we're still able to build on those skills but we're still um we're still trying to help kids advance in their sportsmanship, that goal hasn't changed. We're still trying to help kids um, grow with, with their teamwork, and that hasn't changed. Um, we're still working on kids learning how to win and lose appropriately, that hasn't changed. So a lot of our goals have, have not changed and what, what we want to do. The approach has changed and how we want to get there. But our goals as a PE department haven't changed for our for our students. We're going to grow and build from wherever you left off at at the at the end of the spring last year, um, and we're looking. You know, we're we're definitely looking to build on wherever they were before they left.
4: And even with the younger kids, like we do warm ups every class, and we do work on their locomotor movements. where so we're teaching them how to skip and how to gallop and how to hop. And we are still doing that kind of stuff. And we're still, we've been working on throwing and catching this last week or so with the kindergarten, first, and second graders, and that stuff we still would have done. We just have to do it in a different way, but we still would have done those same basic skills.
3: And we always, you know, want to want the kids to have fun. Um, we always want to see participation, and I think um, Brad and Colleen would agree that, I think we've actually seen participation go up uh, so far this year. Uh, I think we've had some of our students that may not normally participate as much, um, be out there with their friends, participating in, and helping their teammates out. Um, so I think that has been an awesome thing to see. Yeah, And also the
2: uh, the orange spots that we have marked on the field for social distancing while, while listening to instructions has uh, an unintended consequence has been much better listening and focus actually during during times of instruction because everybody is you know about 10 feet apart on on the field. so uh, even for the older grades that want to chat and be social a little bit more during during the instructions for PE, they are uh, finding themselves a little it's a little bit easier for them to, to focus.
0: Maybe you're creating some new rules that you'll take back even after the pandemic's <laughs> over.
4: <Probably>. yeah we've <laughs> joked about
3: that you know we once we get back to the gym we might need to put some spots down
4: <laughs> tape marks.
0: Well, Brad, Colleen, and Joe, thank you so much for joining us for this conversation.
4: Thank
3: you. Thanks, Andy.
0: Foot School Podcasts are a production of The Foot School, an independent school for grades K-9 to in New Haven, Connecticut. Subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating and a review while you're there. It will help other people find our podcast. Find more information at www.footschool.org. Thank you for listening.